0: Hey, Divas! We are so happy you joined us for today's podcast. We are three best friends on a mission to grow closer to God and encourage others to do the same. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram for more uplifting content throughout the week. Let us know if you have any topics you'd like to hear or if you have any prayer requests. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Did throw my notes one time. Marina's all prepared. I know. Not really. Do you want to run?
1: Mm-mm. You don't want to. Mm-hmm. You want to run? <laughs> no. <laughs> It's I meant, do it. you want to ask the questions? Oh, okay. Are you ready? Ready. Is you ready? Yep. Is I ready? Probably not. Rude. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: divas
1: so we just got back from pretty much the best week ever I'm i don't sure. know how y'all feel <laughs> but i feel pretty good yeah i had a great week with my Ashed audience mm-hmm. and my pancakes <laughs> and what was the highlight of y'all's week sabby you go first oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> you that, on
0: the spot <laughs> i know <laughs>
1: Leaving was leaving your <laughs> <Yeah>. favorite part. <laughs> my favorite part is not being there anymore. Reiner?
0: <laughs> um, I I don't know why this is the first thought that came to my mind, but the highlight of my week, I feel like, was that I didn't swell up. <laughs> <Hey-o>. <laughs> I drank enough water. No. Yay. <laughs> no, I always grow closer to everybody. I feel like my friends and my family and, um, you know, to God especially. I just always feel, like you said, you just feel so great after that week um spiritually you get refocused and that's that's the best part for me it's just that you know refocus
2: yeah it was great yeah i think this is the first time i'd actually gone to some classes since i was probably a camper mm-hmm. so it was just interesting to see it um i guess from an adult perspective mm-hmm. um the few that I actually went to and if i wasn't doing something crazy for my mom <laughs> In um, which I always have fun at sports too. That's kind of the, yeah, the fun. I like playing volleyball. We actually had pretty good participation this year from our senior campers with sports. Mm-hmm. So I was very proud of them, and I had a great team. So we had a lot of fun with that.
0: It's good. Yeah, I taught the eleven year old girls, and just seeing kids like be so excited to learn more about God, like that just that just makes mm-hmm. me feel so good and want to be so much better. You know, it makes sense as to why God tells us to be like the children. You know, because. Mm-hmm like they they're just like little lots, you know, just walking around this earth. So it was it was a good good time. Yeah.
1: I definitely feel like I grew a lot this past week and I know that the lessons and things are geared towards kids and teenagers, but mm-hmm. you have such a different perspective on the things as you grow. And that's mm-hmm. what's so beautiful about the Bible is that like, no matter what stage you're at, whether you have been a Christian for five minutes or for 50 years, like you can always learn something and grow closer Yeah, to God. Mm-hmm. Um, but this past week we talked about the fruit of the Spirit, and um, that's one of those things that you can never perfect any of them, you know, yeah. you can always love more, and be more kind and things like that but um one of the sessions that we had at maywood was a question and answer session it was like the second class session i guess and it was mainly our older teenagers so 14 to 18 year olds Mm -hmm. i think was the age group but they threw out some questions that provoked a lot of thought you know um I was on the panel uh, to try to answer these questions, but I enjoyed listening to the Mm -hmm. people who were actually answering
0: the questions way more than trying to come up with an answer by myself. Okay, so the first question on here um, we have is, how do I remain confident in my faith? I mean, that's a good Mm -hmm. good question, you know, coming from teenagers. Yeah, first
1: of all, if you can ever become confident in your faith, (laughs) is is something to be celebrated because yeah. I don't know that I've ever been 100% confident yeah. in it. Um, I think that's just my personality is to question everything. Mm-hmm. But um, what I would say to that person is that the more you know about something, the more confident you're going to be. Mm. And so you can always read more and study more and learn from other people about... The gospel and how Christianity should look like in your life, and Bible facts and
0: all of that. Yeah, I mean, when I thought about this question, I thought about um, you know in Hebrews eleven, I think, right? Is mm-hmm. that the Faith Wall of Fame Is that so. what they call it? Yeah, Hebrews eleven, and it lists all these people who, you know, you know by faith Abraham, or by faith so and so, and on and on and on. And then you think about their whole life that's recorded in the Bible, and they weren't always that faithful to God you know, they all slipped up, you know, mm-hmm. and made mistakes, so I think something to remember is that we're not going to be perfect, um, we are going to fail, it's it's in our human nature to, to, to fail at, you know, at, at things, um, but we don't need to let that discourage us to not even try, um, you know, we always want to strive for that perfection, but just understand that, you know, it, it's okay if you know you slip a little bit and um you know just it's it's what you learn in that slip you know makes you stronger I think so
2: and I don't know I don't know who submitted this question um or what they were thinking but I think a lot of people you know they have like doubts and they and and you're going to reach a certain point where you're going to have questions and doubts about the Bible and about mm-hmm. your faith and stuff. And that's, you know, part of just being a human. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of things, people, I think interpret any kind of doubt as, well, I'm just, i have just blown my faith. You know, right. and there's, it's just, everything's lost. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just a natural part. And I think it comes with like studying, like you were saying, the more you study during those doubtful times, instead of just neglecting and be like, well, I'm just not going to church right now. I'm not going to worship, whatever it is. The more you study and try to work through that, the more that you will become more confident.
0: Yeah.
1: I think another way that you can um, remain confident or build your confidence is to surround yourself Mm. with people who are confident in their faith. Because if you are having questions about faith issues and you ask people who are not confident or they're also having doubts and questions, right. it can kind of spiral mm-hmm. into that. So anytime that you have a question, I think it's good to go to someone who is mature in their faith. If you can perceive everything that happens to you as a part of God's will, that can really boost your confidence too. If you mm-hmm. see negative experiences in, in your life and you see that as God's lack of control mm-hmm. or... Um, the devil being in control and taking over your life—that's um, where a lot of my doubts and lack of confidence came in or increased. At was um, when the bad things would come up, I would um, blame God for it or um, question His power, and that never never ended well <laughs> for me.
0: Yeah, man, that's that's a great point because. Um, know i think about my spiritual life when i started viewing you know when i viewed this big big thing in my past as more of a positive when i tried to find you know god in that and when i started looking at it that way you know well god sent me this person or god you know send me this down this direction it helped so much not only for me to get past that thing but also like you said to rely more on god and to see god in more things And now I'm able to see God in in even like the smaller things, you know, and it it really does help if you just start changing your mindset of, you know, but God did this for me, you know, this hurt, but, but this is what God did, you know, to help me through it. Okay. So the next one we had, um, is I know I'm commanded to love others and that comes fairly easy to me, but how do I overcome self-hate and start loving myself? That one just makes me Mm -hmm. sad. I know. It just makes me want to go hug this person. Because I feel like, you know, I feel like no matter how confident you are, like everybody has has probably been in a low to where they felt this way. You know, like every woman at least. I feel like I don't know why women struggle with this more than men, but I don't know about y'all, but I know I've been there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all the time. So how did she overcome come? (laughs) self-hate. Y'all got, y'all got anything?
2: I don't know. I mean I go back and forth one day I'll look in the mirror and be like man I'm just so pretty why doesn't nobody love me? And the next day I'm like no wonder nobody loves you you look terrible. You know it's like such a fickle thing and um, yeah. you know it comes with our society. People saying you should look a certain way mm-hmm. or act a certain way or think a certain way and if you don't then you know you're not Um, you know you're not worthy of yeah valued um sometimes it can come from your family Mm -hmm. if you don't you know like you know you may hear well when I was your age I did this or Mm -hmm. I look like this and you know if you're not like that it can really deteriorate and your self-confidence and make you think well my my family doesn't love me because I'm not like them I didn't do something like them um you know and it's hard to grow up in a an environment like that.
1: First off, I wanted to applaud that person for being good at loving other people because yeah. that's not something that comes
2: yeah. easy or naturally yeah. to me. Um and normally so, if you have like those feelings about yourself, it's harder to say the good or love other people. Right. Don't interrupt you, but
1: Yeah, good. Yeah, um I agree. Uh So, I think that if you are wanting to build Um, your self-worth or your self-love you really need to focus on what is good about you because Mm -hmm. it's very easy to focus on what's bad speaking for myself um, there's a lot of things that are bad about me but just like we talked about the other day though in a private conversation we were talking about eyebrows and how used to like pencil line thin eyebrows were what was attractive but now we like to feature eyebrows <laughs> and actually draw them on at times. Yeah. So, um, you know, things change. So if you're looking at, um, if your self-hate is related to your appearance, mm-hmm. that's going to change. Luckily, curvy girls are coming in style, <laughs> so look out. <laughs> you're already
2: married. Just
1: <laughs> say. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> you'll be looking for me on the cover of the magazine or something. um but you know used to pencil thin people I don't know why pencils is coming in my head all the time but thinness used to be in and now we're into thick eyebrows and thick girls so <laughs> my day has come yeah. um so if you're if you're valuing what I'm trying to say is if you're valuing your worth or your self love by your appearance. Number 1, styles are going to change. Mm-hmm. Number 2, you're going to change because yeah. if you look at pictures of me from middle school, you're going to th- thank the Lord above for puberty because <laughs> that helps me a bunch. Um I don't know if I have a number 3. Do y'all have a number 3?
0: <laughs> what was the number 1? Number
1: 1 was styles going to change. Number oh. 2 is
2: you're going to change. Yeah. Number 3 that God doesn't look at the outward appearance. He looks at the heart. That's yeah. probably, the, that probably should have been number one. <laughs> probably, <laughs> But yeah. And like, um, in that session where this question was brought up, our good friend, Emily Smith, she mm-hmm. brought up of making a list of your talents, the things that you're good at, you know, and not necessarily like, well, I'm really good at playing this instrument. Or I'm good mm-hmm. at, you know, basketball or volleyball, whatever it is, but make a list of things like you're kind to mm-hmm. other people Um, you're helpful. You are, what are some other good things? (laughs) The fruits of the spirit, you know, how you display those to other people, those kind of talents.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna be weird. You know, when you, um, if you've, if you've put yourself down for so, so long, it's gonna be weird to start changing that narrative, Mm -hmm. to start changing, you know, what you're saying to yourself. Um, but make it not weird, you know, like do it so often that it becomes, you know, uh, you know, this natural thing that you say to yourself, um, you know, just keep pushing through that weirdness. It'll, it'll pass, I promise. And then like, it will become, you know, the the natural thoughts that come to your mind when you think of yourself. Um, I think one of the main things, and it's super simple, but you should love yourself because God loves you, you know? Um, and I know that's so simple to say, but I mean, we forget that so often, you know, like what God did for us. And there's a place in the Bible <laughs> that says, um, you know, that God laid out like exactly, you know, in this world where you were meant to be. I mean, he thought of you and is like, I'm going to put you here. I mean, you know, like he loved us before we were even, even born, you know, like in the beginning he knew where you were going to be in this world, you know, exa- and it, exactly, exactly what time. And, you know, like, God loves us so much, so much that we can't even fathom, you know.
2: I mean, I I really like that, that, you know, we are created with a purpose and for a purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, Because in our society, we see so many people now saying, well, um, you know, I'm in the wrong body or, you know, I'm really, you know, I'm in a girl's body, but I'm a guy. And, you know, that God doesn't make us like that. He doesn't make mistakes. He makes us the way we are for a purpose, for a reason. You know, there's times that I've thought you know, why did God make me so introverted and reserved? Why can't I be, we're not going like Ava mm-hmm. to where I can talk to people and not like get super in my head about stuff. But God yeah. made me that way for a reason. And you have to find the things that you don't like about yourself. Maybe, you know, find a way to use that for good, which is kind of with the, with um, the kind of series where we've been doing God give, God given self-driven. So yeah. God gives you certain attributes for a reason. And you, figure out how to how to work them in the best way
0: yeah yeah you know um when i i mean i deal with this a lot self i mean i, I tear myself down a lot of times i get mm-hmm. in this rut and i just i say these things to myself like i'm not good enough and, and basically that's just the underlying. you know i say you know different things but basically mm-hmm. i just tell myself i'm not good enough and I read this thing today and um and it really it just really hit home. It was this um Bible plan that I had on my phone, and um she was saying that you know it's Satan is the king of lies, I mean, I think it's in John, yeah, the Father of lies or whatever, and it's so true and and Satan knows us so well that he knows how to get us. I mean he knows like he's not gonna do something to where it looks like, hey, I'm Satan over here, I'm about to do something bad, you know. So that way we see it coming. I mean, he's so tricky that he knows exactly how to get us down. And so she was talking about how instead of Satan saying like, well, Marina, you're not good enough. You don't need to do this because I don't like being told uh, who I am. I mean, you know, like um, I'm not going to listen to anybody else that's telling me this. Like, um, but he changes that you into I and he makes it seem like. Like it's us, you know, and does that make sense? <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember exactly how she worded it more beautifully than I <laughs> But anyways, Satan just changes that wording to where we tear ourselves down. When I say I'm not good enough, that, that completely tears me down. Um, you know, if it's somebody else telling me that, it's a little bit easier to overcome. But when you're tearing your own self down, it's, it's, you know, um, kind of faster downhill, I feel like. But I think that the
1: first step, I guess, for um, how to overcome self-hate is, number one, pray about it. Mm -hmm. Number two is that verse that you love so much that is found in 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5, which talks about taking every thought captive. And that's really... The stem, I think, of a lot of self hate, like we've been talking about, is those thoughts that you're not good enough, yeah. you're not pretty enough, you're not smart enough, you're not
2: whatever. Fill in the blank. What was it that Ben said um, that one time? And maybe I should bring this up. It was like, ask yourself three things like, is it true? Is it. Well, I should ask Can something. I do
1: something about it? Can I change it? Can I change mm-hmm. it? Can I do something? Can I do something
2: about do it? Something about it? And what like, can I do about it? What can I do about it? Yeah. Is it true? Can I change it? Can I change it? it? What can I do about it? Right.
1: Those three things. And, and it's much easier said than done. And mm-hmm. that was kind of the root. I don't know if I would go as far to say that I hated myself, but I definitely was not happy with myself. Mm-hmm. But it was one of those things that was true, but there wasn't anything that I could do to change it. And it makes you feel kind of powerless. But once you accept that I can't change it, so how can I live with it? Mm -hmm. And how can I be the person God wants me to be through this? Because that's who God made me to be. And it doesn't matter how unfair I think it is. You know, I can sit and mope about it, but that's not what God wants me to do. He wants me to use it to glorify Him. So I'm going to do that despite of how i feel about it
0: okay so the next question we have is how do i deal with feelings of worthlessness when the problem of those feelings is someone in my own house i've tried everything i know to do and i'm at a loss on where to go from here
1: it ties a lot in with what we talked about just now but
0: not so much like from coming from other people though i guess yeah
1: I mean you have to you have to learn how to love yourself if if the people in your household aren't gonna do it or the people that you're close yeah. to aren't gonna do it. number one, God loves you, and that's all that matters at the end of the day, but I can't imagine someone telling me every day
2: how worthless I am,
0: yeah,
2: and that kind of goes back with what um the three questions that Ben said to you. Is it true? Is what they're telling you true? Mm-hmm. If not, then just you know you can be like, well, I know that's not true. I know I'm not worthless. Right. I know I have value because God tells us that we have all we all have value.
0: And this is hard because it's like you know they, that old saying that you know sticks and stones may break my bro- my bones, but words may never hurt. But I feel like words hurt way more. Oh, yeah. I think I say that to um you know like word these words will affect you for I mean. If you allow them to, mm-hmm. they will affect you for the rest of your life, and so I guess my advice would be you know, like y'all are saying, but um, you know, really get on top of like not listening to what you're hearing, and you know you know it's not true, um you know you know or you know you know that this person is just trying to tear you down or is tearing you down, so try to avoid or block out as much as you can because. You know, you can you can read it in the Bible that you are worth. You know, I mean, you are worth dying for. Um, you know, Jesus died for you, um, and that alone is is enough to you know over to cover over all that other the other yeah. lies that they're saying. Yeah, and
2: along with that, um, one of the girls in my cabin had come to me and my co-counselor about kind of something similar to this, and what Ashley told her, and I like I never really thought about it this way. But she said, um, "You know, even if you're the only person on earth, Jesus still would have died for you." Yeah, and it makes me that made me think of the parables, like of the the nine sh- or the hundred mm-hmm. sheep or whatever. and One of them went missing, and the ten coins, and one of them was missing. And in those parables, the shepherd and the woman searched endlessly for that one sheep and that one coin because yeah. it was missing because it had just as much or even more value than the ones that they already had. I mean, a shepherd missing one sheep could just be like, well. That one's gone. I still got 99. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the shepherd, who is Jesus, searched endlessly because that one sheep had so much value to him. But The people in the class were saying
1: is that hurt people hurt people. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, these people or person is coming from a place where they have been hurt either in this way or lack self-confidence some some way they aren't a hundred percent their best mental health Mm -hmm. wise i would go i don't want to say um not saying that that is any excuse but um it may hurt you less if you can look through that perspective that they have something that they're dealing with too
0: you know god tells us to love your enemies and pray for them you know that that's a healing process too you know god knows that 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 will not only um be good for you know the enemy um but it's also good for you you know because it makes you feel better um knowing that you're giving it to god just remembering like this too shall pass um you are know, you don't have to be in this situation forever. You can hopefully one day, you know, choose to, to leave this situation. Just know that you have a choice to let this situation or this person control every emotion that you have, every thought that you have, you know, um, control your future. I mean, you have that choice to let these words control you. Or you have the choice to take control and believe what God says about you. Um,
1: Yeah, if you're letting that person control that much of your own mental health, you're giving them way too much power.
0: Yeah.
2: So, this is part one of our questions from camp, and we will come back with a couple more next time. Um, So, if you have any other questions that um, maybe if you were at Maywood and you didn't get to submit one, um, or you just have something comes to your head when you're watching this, you know, we really want to answer your questions. We want to do this for y'all. Um, so always remember to be kind,
0: be humble and be you.
2: Bye. Bye.